All right, hey guys, um, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Rick Huntsman, I am the founder of Day One. I'm here with a good friend of mine, uh, Quince. What's up, yeah, like you said, uh, this is Quince. I've, uh, I'm one of the lead uh, musicians in the band Outchase Alliance. Uh, I help run the group Hold Down Upstate, um, and a couple other things. Sure, yeah, yeah. a thousand, a couple thousand other, other things. things. Sure. Busiest man in, in Northern New York right here. Um, so, uh, we're sitting here, coming to you live from American Top Team Watertown. Uh, just hanging out, just gonna have a conversation today, kind of let you guys know a little bit what we're about. Um, and really, I'd like to uh, kind of have Quince talk a little bit more about what this Hold Down Upstate thing is, um, how it started, the ideas behind it. And uh, yeah, so if you guys are out there, if you're checking us out, drop us a comment, say something here or there. Um, if it's worth responding to, maybe we'll say something. So, I like cool. that. Yeah, Quince, leave like it off, man. Let us, let us know what's up. Sure, sure. So, uh, I mean, I guess I, uh, I moved out up into the area right around 2012. Didn't really know many people at all. Um, but I had a very strong conviction in what I wanted to do. Um, and, and, you know, and how I wanted to go about it. And it was just that process of having a purpose uh, that really was able to drive <laughs> me into you know, the successes here or there that I've come across. So, uh, you know, Rick brought this whole uh, idea up to me, this sort of podcast style platform. And I thought it was a good idea. I'm like, you know, what do you want to talk about? And uh, he's like, well, you know, him working with day one and having that same sort of mentality, he said he wants to talk about the process. <laughs> and, you know, I always, that's my mantra, trust in the process trust in the process and people ask what that means and and I was thinking about it I'm like well before you can actually get into a process you have to uh, better understand your purpose sure, sure. Uh, because your purpose is the driving uh, factor and the lead motivator for why you do anything and if without a purpose uh, the, the process and your direction is going to be rather aimless um, so as far as speaking on purpose you know, I can only speak, you know, for myself. You know, everyone is gonna have a different purpose that leads them to become more focused, to be more passionate and things like that. Um, you know, and that's perfectly understandable. Uh, for me, I think a lot of my uh, purpose came from, you know, actually wanting to change how I was living around, how I communicated with myself, how I communicated with the world around me. And I just wanted kind of to live at a higher level, you know, day in and day out, uh, no matter what aspect of life it was, whether it was, uh, you know, working on my own uh, issues or hangups or social situations or financial situations, um, I wanted to, I wanted to be better every day. Um, and I found that art for me uh, was that tool uh, to be able to communicate myself uh, in that way, so people could hear me, and so I could hear me, you know, because I, I always felt I had a lot to office, offer, but not necessarily the uh, communicational tools uh, at hand, or at least so I thought. So uh, initially, a lot of my purpose was um, to, for a better need to communicate myself. So that got me more into writing. Uh, that got me more into being more uh, conscious and aware of. Uh, my lifestyle, you know, I had to make different lifestyle choices to be healthier, whether it's working out, whether it's dietary, um, 
whether it's to slow down on the booze a little bit, what have you. Uh, but I found that all of these, uh, you know, all of these factors factored in to help me produce uh, a better outcome. And I found that like songs and music were, they were the perfect marker to let me know where I stood, where I was, where my mind was, where my health was. I could look back in a song and hear all about it. Um, so I kind of used that as a marker and I started to see change, you know, and it would grow. And at first I didn't, you don't really, you don't know if anything's gonna happen from it, honestly. And so it's kind of scary because you're just out in the middle of nowhere, you know, just in like this big vacuum of space. And all you know is to work and you know why you're doing it, but you don't know what's gonna come. And once you start seeing things change around you, uh, whether within yourself or the company you keep or the opportunity and situations you find yourself in, you start to think you're like, is this actually working? This is actually working. Right, right, like all right. that hard work uh, does start to pay off. And that's one of the hardest things to overcome is that first step um, in trusting that that process is gonna get you somewhere. Now, it might not get you to where you think you need to be or where you want to be, but it's gonna get you somewhere to where you're gonna be able to understand the opportunity at hand, no matter the situation, and learn to adapt. Um, and continue on so you know like I said the process has a lot to do with uh, your individual purpose and uh, and then you be able to place out you know the steps of the you know that process as intended um, yeah I uh, so shit man we could break it down we have several conversations based on so many things you just said right there sure. um, one of the biggest things uh, you know me personally I, I focus on a lot and really made the biggest change in my life. Um, and I think that resonates with a lot of people is that notion of purpose, mm -hmm. of, like, of finding your purpose and understanding that, right? Um, one way that it was, it was broken down uh, for me is that passion is for you, purpose is for others. I like right? that. And when you can link those two things together, that's when you find fulfillment with life, mm -hmm. right? Um, and uh, so, what was it? I don't know what, five, six years ago we met, right? Yep, something um, like that. Yeah, uh, so Quince was doing a lot of work with my, my brother, um, Ill Theory, uh, uh, Jonathan Huntsman, if you don't know him by that name. Um, and if you don't know him by that name, you guys are missing out. Uh, so check that out, Ill Theory, Quince. Public Knowledge Records. Out, yes. Yep. Music Fusion Fest. Uh, he's, uh, not only is he a dope MC, but he's put on the longest running uh, mixed genre festival in upstate New York that absolutely. I know of, that I know of, so. Yeah, yeah definitely the only one here in Watertown, consistently, yeah, yeah yep. absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, so those guys are working together, uh, I'm at Quince, and uh, I, I don't think he'd really been doing Hold Down Upstate too, too long when we kind of met. Mm -hmm. um, that was a big thing we started talking about, and uh, I didn't recognize that what it was at the time, um, and then as I, you know, as I've kind of grown and found like my own purpose and understood my own process and stuff like that and started tying it together in my mind, I think what was happening, what drew me to it so much is that through Hold Down Upstate, you were able to um, take your passion of like art, mm -hmm. right? And your, uh, and tie it into a purpose of reaching out and helping others yeah. um, expand and, and kind of like understand 
their purpose and their right. their process and their passion and stuff like that, right? Um, and it was one of the biggest things. Uh, you know, everybody I think goes through a spell where they they want to kind of leave the area. You know, winters are tough, economically it's depressed, a lot of things not going great for it, man. Sure. Um, but meeting people like you and people that are willing to invest their passion into the community and help others do the same, man, and, and really find like a fulfilled, an actualized purpose, I think is is really significant. Um, so, I guess uh, what was your Hold down, obviously. What was your thought behind that? Because that's my take on sure, it. You know? what's, sure. What was your thought behind no, that? No, you know, and I, uh, um, all those things you touched on, I find truth in. Uh, I, you know, honestly, it started once again with purpose. So when I was, when I first got up here, started the original Out Chasing Lions band, we got a foot in the door at a lot of these venues that have never, that were never opened up to hip hop right. or, or rap before. <laughs> and so that was just you and, Rob, me and Rob Malloy of uh, Wardrum uh, Records um, or Studios, and you know it was it was a mix of like rock and rap, and we could switch it up into acoustic, so it's yeah. super versatile. And it was hard for if we just go up and we knock on the door and be like, "Hey, we do rap music," right. they're like, "Ah, slam." Right. Sure. But if we brought our acoustic guitar and played, you know, something airy like that, right. and get them hooked right in, it was hard to say no. Right. And then, of course, later we come and plug in and, yeah. you know, blow yeah. the roof off. For but, sure, sure. you know, I saw it, it was an opportunity, even though it was all of this was new for me at the time. I also saw the opportunity was there because we were only playing with other either cover bands or heavy metal bands. Yeah, and there yeah, wasn't yeah. really a hip hop scene whatsoever. Sure. And so, um, you know, I would start to meet people like your brother, who was probably one of the first. Uh, MCs that I met up here sure. um, and you know a bunch of people through his little set mm-hmm. and what I would do is uh, I would get my set time and I would split my time in half and I'd have your brother and I think you know Craig and Stowe yeah. and yeah. all these other people I met in the community involved mm-hmm. in the, the little hip hop scene that was going on and I'd split my time up and let them get that right. so we had like our little show within a larger show sure. and it was cool and and you you know we would get good feedback and more importantly it was beneficial for the, the culture of hip-hop right you know that whole little scene and that's when i understood there was such a strong need you know because instead of me going to all these different uh business owners saying hey let, let us do you know a hip-hop show you know we, we, we can do it like this, this, and What I did instead is I would put on shows myself right. and then present the entire show to, uh, to the venue. Okay. And then they, right, right. you know, um, finally let us in, I think. Right. Uh, so kind of a little switch up to the marketing game. Instead. Yes. Yeah, right. Instead of us, play, you know, playing a small role, right. they're hitting us up kind of for the whole shebang. Right, right, um, right. And so that's what I started calling Hold Down Upstate because I was taking sure. all these upstate artists that might not have that uh, voice on the, um, I don't know what you want to call the, you know, the bar scene. Right, um, right. the bar scene, I think. The bar scene, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, that level of uh, reach sure. that the bar scene will give you. Sure. Uh, so, you know, that was the original Hold Down Upstate, and, you know, I started throwing uh, bigger and bigger shows, and uh, I ended up going back to 
school right over at JCC and took business classes because I wanted to better understand the uh, the true opportunity, the potential of the right. opportunity here. Right. And I recognize that whether you're a artist first starting out um, or if you're a business owner right. just starting out, you're going through the same steps and processes and people that are going to doubt you and oppositions and things like that. And I found that it is better to work together. You yeah. know, they, I think, I remember reading a quote where they're like, if you want to go someplace fast, do it yourself. Uh, but if you want to go and travel the distance, yeah. you're going to have to do it together sure. with people. Sure. And so that's when I started thinking uh, more like a business owner right. and speaking with more business owners and right. seeing what their actual needs were, you know, as far as being able to reach, uh, you know, their clientele. Um, and I just found we had so much in common that I tried to incorporate the different businesses, different local yeah. businesses and the different local artists of all genres, right. um, mixing together and linking and networking. Um, so we weren't dependent on any outside force right. or source. Right, right. And, and so it's kind of just grown from there, sure. really. Sure. Um, but it all stemmed from the, the purpose of the need of right. growing a scene that wasn't there or starting a scene that wasn't necessarily there. Right. Or at least at the level that it could have been at. Right. So kind of putting yourself at the, the epicenter of the action. Right. right. So you're you're starting you're starting action. You're starting all these conversations and even yeah. um so like you said, and what I've noticed a lot, especially over probably the last probably the last year or so, um, is that you do a lot of uh, promoting of like the local businesses and stuff. Sure. And um, I, I know uh, there's been a lot of times I've seen you share something. You're, you'll turn me on to like a small little business that's just kind of cropping up, you know, yeah. juice bars here, this deli's here, this is dope, this and that. Sure. You're really linked into kind of the lifeblood of the community, you know, which um, I think is, is really crucial too, especially as, uh, you know, as like Fort Jump gets bigger in the area, kind of builds up and up and up. It's easy mm -hmm. for everything to kind of get commercialized in that, uh, like the uniqueness of that, what is our local scene and our local kind of heartbeat, you know, kind of yeah. could go away if it wasn't for, you know, guys like you kind of keeping that awareness. You know. Sure, sure. Definitely, you know, certainly people like myself, because there are a bunch of different uh, organizations that do similar things. Sure. Um, and I think that's great, you know, just now, you know, that people are now seeing the opportunity there. Right. Um, and it's, it, it's a difficult balance because it's not like uh, I can just share any and everything. Right. And nor do I take payments to share, you know, right, um, because then it kind of skews what it is people are seeing right, so right. you know i'll share online because it's the easiest thing to do but i also try and get out there and do it myself right absolutely. you know whether it was the first time coming out to american top team yeah. or going and trying the smoothies over at yeah. the juice bar yeah. uh, or the yoga there you know i i like to try and put myself in the situation first because then i can speak on it or then when i share it it's you know it's it's more genuine so um i try and you know, let it be more than just yeah. just that click and share, Absolutely. which is still important, you know, to get the word out. But um, to actually delve into what the community has to offer, uh, I think is the main thing that I just want to pass on to other people, you know, for them to do the same. Um, but yeah, it gives it a lot more substance. Sure. You know, because sure. in, instead of just seeing like, you know, we have a chat and I'm like, oh, man, I, I you know, I saw you post it, you know, shared this from here. What are they about? Yeah. You know, so like, oh, no. You know, you can explain, like you said, like the, the juice bar is an easy one. It's right around the corner. You know, it's like, 
oh, their smoothies are awesome, man. They do this and this and that. I've been, you know, I've been there. Yeah. Um, this is what the scenes like. This is what the feelings like. You know, and uh, yeah, it really. And because you have such a, a history of doing that, and like you set the standard that that's how you present yourself and you yeah, present yeah. local businesses and people that you not only you know look cool, but like things you believe in, people you believe in. Um, stuff you know products that are worthwhile to, to check out you know it, it yep. really builds up the builds up the community and the the sharing kind of aspect of it you know it's it's very genuine for sure for sure um, yeah you know i you know i feel like in a perfect world because sometimes i try and think ahead on where i want what i want hold on say to be or where yeah. i want it to go yeah, 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 and yeah. truth be told i feel like in a perfect world or in the future it won't exist it won't have to exist Right. Because that's how people will work and connect and right, interact, right. you know, especially in just in these uh, smaller areas here um, that really trying to get your voice out as an individual is tough in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Um, but the more people get together and get on the same page and yes. everyone is, you know, the, the situation and the environment is mutually, mutually beneficial yeah, uh, to everyone involved, uh, I think that's when the the voice becomes louder and right. that's where you can be heard from anywhere you're at so right. you know when you said before there are a lot of people that pick up and go yeah. or they talk yeah. down on the you know on the area and don't get me wrong i when out chase alliance first ended the original yeah i did i i sold all of my stuff i sure. quit my job i moved out west to redefine my purpose sure sure and you know of course it all led me back here right um to finish some of the things i started but uh like I said, it's uh, if if you don't, if there's something, if there's not something here that you need or that you're looking for, right. create it. Right, right. Create it, and you know that's why um, I like hanging up. You know, talking with uh, people like yourself that are doing it every day. They're not only talking about it. Right. They're not only saying, "Oh, day one." Right. You know, right. it's day one. You're out here and you're doing it every single day. Right. Um, stuff like growing people like you helping grow this gym right. from what it was you know it's it's happening all over um and you know places like american top team hold on upstate uh just a couple examples but yeah. you know i can name a bunch of different absolutely um, companies doing the same <laughs> like uh something that something that kind of popped into my mind um as you talked about uh unifying a purpose um with the community and stuff and, and you said ideally long term something like hold down upstate wouldn't need to exist because that's how people think and operate mm -hmm. um, I think one one mindset shift that really ties people into the community is uh, instead of thinking where can I go to get this done it's who do I know that does this right you know what right. you know if I'm looking for X Y or Z like I know somebody locally that does this mm -hmm. somebody that's putting out this product somebody I can engage with somebody I can talk to you know and like a big thing obviously we're just sitting here having the conversation starting the conversation you know and i think a lot of people don't know that stuff like this exists you know and uh again back to just kind of the, the climate of the area you know is that uh i've talked to a lot of people that are, are depressed or anxious mm -hmm. military guys ptsd and stuff like that you know and people don't know that this kind of thing exists people don't know that people are having these conversations in this right. area you know um you know people don't the prevailing thought is that no one really kind of gives a shit around here. You okay. know what I mean? Everybody's just here, just existing. Yeah. You know, drugs are a big problem. Alcoholism is a big problem. Uh, unemployment's a big problem, and right? all these negative things. You know, and um, but like you said, if if there's something here, if if 
what you want doesn't exist, create it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's kind of what having these conversations does is it creates something that we want that we can be invested in. Right. You know, um, and and build from and kind of grow, grow together. You know, and help other people be invested in that, in sure. that growth as well. Sure. You know, it, you know it, it continually inspires. You yeah. know, as you go on, you know, I uh, something you just mentioned about how people need the conversation for whether it's right. you know escaping addiction or mental health issues. Sure. Um, you, you've, uh, friends of mine from My Manic Mind just started a platform uh, called the My Manic Mind Street Team. Sure. And really it's just, it's a group, but it's an open conversation right. of kind of what people are going through and you know, kind of the things that are weighing on them and it allows people to get it off their chest and everyone is responding back in the comments. Um, and it's grown cri- quickly because it's, it, it's, it's, it's a strong need around right. here. You know, um, you know, especially as much time as social media takes up in our life, uh, to get caught up in that yeah. isn't you know sometimes can be sometimes detrimental to your uh, you know emotional emotional well being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so to have that platform, I, I even saw people are shooting videos now where they're just kind of talking back and forth. Yeah. Um, and this getting all sorts of love and response and things like that, and I think it's, I think it's great to see. And uh, I remember talking with, it was Mike Redder that put it together, but he was saying how, hold down, upstate was an inspiration. Yeah. And he wanted to create, uh, you know, a, a, a place where people can come together for different reasons, sure. and and man, it just keeps growing on and on from there, because uh, that whole idea is going to inspire others. Um, and it'll just keep moving. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and that's, um, that's a huge thing. Uh, one of the coolest things that I've seen happen kind of with promoting more of the day one platform, kind of opening mm-hmm. up and talking a little bit more about my own uh, you know, journey, my own process and stuff like yeah. that, is that um, I've had people reach out to me kind of here and there and have a conversation and just you know, like, hey man, something that you said kind of struck a chord with me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I, I think it's really easy for us, you know, kind of get in our own head, like you said, it's uh, not for your, it's detrimental to your emotional well-being, right? Be, yeah. um, and when we start kind of going down those chasms, right, uh, we internalize a lot of things and we start isolating ourselves from the world and we, we think that we're the only one. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm the only one going through this or I'm the only one that wants this. No one yeah. else wants, no one else is struggling, you know, and, and uh, man, it, it doesn't take much stuff that, you know, like my manic mind opening up that forum, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Hold on up, say just uh, you know, seeing people throw a hashtag, repping the gear, you know, and you realize how widespread that that thought process is, and that need for community, mm-hmm. and that need mm-hmm. for you know connection with, with people around you. Um, That's the word right there. Yeah. That's the, the main word. Yeah. Connection. But uh oh yeah I uh I was sorry I was listening I was zoned in you're good you're good but I you know looking at it taking a step back it is all being able to connect, the need to connect. Like I said, initially, back when I started writing, my purpose was to be able to communicate. Because I wanted to connect. You know, like I said, connect better with myself, connect better with the people around me and the environment around me. So I think connection is everything. And it's genuine and people are are drawn to it. Um, So I mean, it's it's really unlimited, man, as far as what you can do with it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And what's awesome is, is the more the more you put out there, uh, the more you expose yourself to, yep. the more you kind of pay attention, um, the 
more your eyes are open to what's around you, you know, the more places you find to connect. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, you find someone that that likes hip hop. You know, and you're like, okay, cool, we can talk about that, man. And then you sit down, then you have you have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Then you find out. Uh, I think you were telling me a story about a couple of kids you talked to a couple of weeks ago. Um, you guys started talking about the process and. and um, oh, from the children's room. Yeah, the younger yeah. kids that you yeah. said you were rapping with, man, and they. Uh, um, so you guys connected initially on hip hop. Then, yeah. so that started the conversation, and then you get down the rabbit hole of a conversation, and all of a sudden you find like these guys understand the process. They understand this. Sure. They understand that. Sure. You know, and you, um, the connection grows. You know. Yeah, you know, because it's it's almost a, a universal idea, whether it's spoken or unspoken, and it's something that will either, you know, is, uh, comes through intuition, I think, but it's also something that can be dusted off. Like the idea is right. sitting in us. Right. And if we go through enough things or have enough conversations with the right people, it's like it's dusting off that, that old archaic uh, uh, idea of connection, of the yeah. need for this human connection. And, and yeah, people latch right on. I, we, we started off, like I said, when I met uh, these couple kids through the children's home, uh, I knew that conversationally my end was music because sure. that's why they had reached out to me because they sure. were you know a couple of hip-hop heads um, and I was able to use that to branch off into any category of life that right. you know we needed to talk about and we were just talking about how the art itself I mean music is cool you know a lot of people use it for image a lot of people try and get paid off it but before that it can be used as a tool you know, right. to, to transcend where you are, um, how you're living, how you see the world. Um, but it's a tool nonetheless. Right. And I think that's what I was trying to pass on to them. Or I thought I was, you know, right. saying, oh, I would use it for da-da-da. And they, and they were a lot, you know, they were young. They were teenagers. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I get that. I use it for this and that because of this and that. And I'm like, it, yeah. they're already on top right, of it. Right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right. I'm not kicking anything new to anybody. Right. Uh, you know, never did, but, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, the first person to come out and say it, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of out loud and put themselves out there. And uh, even when you hit me up about this, I thought it was a great idea, but one of the things I had to go and rework on was just being vulnerable, you know? The, so yeah. there's, a, there's a huge power an upside in vulnerability sure. and sure. you know I've been watching videos on it like TED talks and you know reading on the need for that vulnerability yeah. um, as a as a way to connect or be open to be connected with Absolutely. be open to you know to, to failing a couple times stuttering a couple times yeah. um, but also you know open to the success that it might bring as well so I appreciate you you know for, for kicking off you know something like this I think it's a great idea because um, it helps me and I'm sure to help others sure. get out of their sure. comfort zones and and, and kind of speak on what they're going through sure. and not only that but how they go through it because I think that's how I learned yeah through conversation yeah. and seeing and hearing and watching other people go through their processes um, certainly helped me better understand my own absolutely absolutely um I wouldn't be doing my, my due justice if I did not take the opportunity uh, to kind of plug uh, Brene Brown here. Um, so in vulnerability, if you really want to dig deep into like the power of vulnerability, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, Dr. Brene Brown, she does, uh, she's got a couple, she's got a TED talk on it. Um, she's got actually a 
some Netflix special. I don't know if I'm in trouble it. for pumping Netflix, but nah, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's the one I watched, the one yeah. uh, TED Talk. Yep, it's uh, tremendous, man. And, and and she she's actually done like research on it and is very studied on it and stuff. Um, but uh, she talks a lot about how that vulnerability uh, goes to connection and, and helps you understand like uh, shame, but also courage. And, mm. and oh my God, so many things, man. You just uh, she's got several books out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's a tremendous, tremendous woman. Um, I, I love reading her stuff and, and hearing more what she has to say about that vulnerability. Uh, which it's interesting because, um, you know, you kind of talked about purpose and uh, how you've had to redefine your purpose as time goes and Constantly. stuff. Um, moving out west and then coming back, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, really just flowing with life and letting it redirect you. Yeah. Um, so when I kind of, I started exploring vulnerability a little bit on my own um, and opened up and made uh, the first time I really wrote the story about day one it was like before I made the actual like Facebook page and before I Instagram like really got involved in social media with it I would um, every once in a while I'd throw out a post and I'd talk about day one and that's when I started developing the mentality and stuff uh, yep. but the first big long spiel I did and explained the story and, and really um, opened up publicly about my alcoholism and how I was struggling with depression um, and really, really raw stuff and like really vulnerable. And the second I had posts, I had like a like mini anxiety attack. You know what I mean? I oh just, yeah, sure. You, know, you can't take it back. Well, I mean, you could, you know, but um, I was just like, all right, let's see what happens. Let's yeah. see what happens. And through that, uh, the conversations I've had, the way I've been able to connect with people, uh, people I met at the gym, um, you know, friends of mine mm-hmm. that, you know, I haven't talked to in a while. And uh, the, the immediate connection that I, I started recognizing from that and it was all opened up through vulnerability and then you know and then I uh, was introduced to Renee Brown from a friend of mine mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden it, it starts clicking it starts making sense and um, so like you said understanding other people's processes mm-hmm. and the things that they've done uh, right or wrong or indifferent you know um, understanding what they've gone through kind of helps you understand your own and sure. so understanding somebody who's research vulnerability and been through it and expose themselves and, and uh, in, in a very raw and a very real way, you know, um, being able to track that and, and compare my process to hers and understand, you know, then you can kind of understand a little bit of maybe what's in store for you or make sense of what you've already gone sure. through. Sure. Um, and, uh, and I love, um, another thing you touched on, I started gravitating towards this notion of, uh, there's, there's nothing new, just different packaging. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're not going to spit anything new to anybody, sure. right? But it's the way you put it, mm-hmm. the way you package it. It's your own personal exploration and journey. And through that, somebody might, might it might resonate with somebody differently. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, and that's endless. That's everywhere. You know? And we can have these conversations. There's Every single time we sit down and talk, there's something that you say that strikes me in a different way. You know, like, oh, I was thinking about that. And that, you know, that kind of makes it make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, which is why it's so important to have conversations. It's so important to understand that you're not the only one going through it. You're not the only one with the process. You're not the only one that's searching for purpose and, yeah. and trying to make sense of it all. You it, know, you know, and, and it's like, uh, so you know, listening to other people's process or how they view it or how they see it, uh, it's almost like if you're staring at a picture and you're looking for something and you can't find it anywhere, and you've looked for hours, for days, whatever it is and you're almost giving up and you're like, it's not there. It's not there, it's just not even in the picture. Now, if someone were to come up and they're like, 
and they don't tell you where it is, and they just say, oh, yeah, I see it. Then you're like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Let, me, yeah, yeah. let me start this again. Yeah. And then yeah. nine times out of ten, right. next five minutes is there, right. and you see it. Right. So, you know, it's just that little extra push, you know, it's just a reminder that there is the other side to, yeah. you know, what you're doing and where you're going. Absolutely. And that people have been there, you know, right. in your lowest times, you're not the first person in that place. In your highest times, you're not the first person in that place. Right. Um, so, you know, again, I guess it has to do with connecting. Um, sure. But yeah, that's what that made me think of. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. And uh, um, kind of uh, revitalizing your vigor, you know, kind yeah. of, like you said, sure. just that extra kick in the ass. Because like, you, you get burnt out. For right? sure. Um, and just, that's like kind of, the, um, I, we've talked a little bit about uh, the difference between motivation and discipline. You said this right? the other day, didn't you? Yeah. What so was that you, again? <laughs> so you get, um, you know, everybody wants to be motivated. Everybody was like, I need someone to motivate me to do this. I need someone to motivate me to do that, right? Motivation goes away. Motivation is finite and it's mm -hmm. temporary, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, kind of using your metaphor on the picture, you can be motivated. Like, I'm going to find Waldo in this picture. Yeah. I'm going to find him. You're pumped. Well, an hour and a half goes by. Your motivation is gone. <laughs> and you're tired. You're cross-eyed. You, you know, you yeah. can't, can't make sense of it, right? But that's where discipline kicks in yeah. because you made a promise to yourself that you're going to accomplish this task. You made a, make a promise to yourself that you're going to work every day. Mm -hmm. You made a promise to yourself that you're gonna do one, you know, for me, it's one small thing every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I need to make me better so I can help other people be better. And I'm gonna do that every single day. And that's the discipline, right? right. And there's some days where I wake up and I'm super pumped about it. And I'm mm -hmm. motivated. I'm like, I'm gonna kick today's ass. I'm gonna, and I do 10 things that day. I'm just an awesome human being. <laughs> and then there's some days that I wake up and I just throw my phone across the room because I don't want to get out of bed, sure. you know, and that's where, you made that promise to yourself. Or you just stay on it and scroll for an hour yeah, and more. Oh, yeah, bro, I yeah. hate that. You, you don't get shit that. done. You don't Nothing. get anything done. You don't move, right? But eventually, mm -hmm. the discipline kicks in and you're like, yep. all right, I'm off. I promise myself I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. right? And if you, you know, you, and you have to have your purpose. You have to have that reason. It has to be internal, mm -hmm. you know, because if you have external sources and you have all these reasons, yep. right, you can have reasons for everything, but if you don't have a purpose, don't do it. Well, I'm gonna do it for so and so. I'm gonna sure. do it for this. My mom would be proud of me if yeah. I did that. You know, my brother would think this of me if you know that. Sure. My kids, it's like I have to do this for my kids. You know, but, yep. but it fails, it fails, it fails, it fails until you can internalize that. Until you have that drive, and until you want to establish that discipline, something to be disciplined yeah. for. Great you know? point. Great point. And you know, and I remember. Well, I, I say remember like yeah. I used to go through. I <laughs> right, still right, go through right, bouts right. where I am not feeling inspired. Sure. Well, I'm looking around and there's no motivation. Or, sure. uh, and so I'd go and I'd try and read up on it, you know, educate myself sure. on it, thinking there's some intellectual, uh, 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 you know, calculation uh, sure. for sure. a moment. Sure. And one of the most important things I had come across, which touches on what you were saying, is that if you're not uh, motivated, um, work brings motivation. If you're not motivated to sure. work, Sure. Do, just doing the work, yeah. just do it. Yeah. And that brings motivation. And it seems like an oxymoron, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, until I started just doing it myself. Just yeah. don't worry about the inspiration. It, it exists. Right. It, is, right. it exists. You right. just got to dust it off, you know, every right. now and again. Right. So, uh, oh, yeah, one of the most important things, and I would write it on all of my whiteboards, but work brings motivation. Sure. So. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot, man. Um, my kind of my spin on that is always uh, uh, just go through the motions and it'll come back. 
you know. Um, so, uh, especially how it relates to martial arts, obviously that's a you know big part of my life. So that's always my go-to metaphor. Mm -hmm. um, and you stagnate, you plateau, man. It doesn't. Sure. It doesn't. I mean, like you said, like you know, hip hop, martial arts, whatever artistic outlet, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever your purpose is, whatever your drive is, it, it stagnates because it can't always be up, you know, just boop straight to the top. Sure. It's never like that. And the, the, you said motivation wanes, inspiration wanes. You look mm -hmm. around, you look around, you go looking for inspiration, it's never there. Right. Inspiration comes when our hands are busy. Mm -hmm. Inspiration mm -hmm. comes when we work. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, sometimes you just have to go through the motions and sometimes it sucks. Yeah. But that's that discipline. Yep. You know, just making it, you know, and once you understand that, it gets easier. Right. Because then it's part of the process. Then you trust in that process sure. and you know you're gonna stagnate for a while. But sometimes stagnating is a sign of growth. Mm -hmm. Because you know, okay, well, I've been, I've been crushing it, crushing it, crushing it. Okay, I got to a point where now I need to revamp. Maybe I need to look inside. Maybe I need to find a different approach, you know. Um, but it's part of that process. Yeah. You know? you know, in the process, of course, like we were saying before, stem, stems from that core purpose. But right. all the practical components that come with a craftsmanship, whether it is music, whether it is boxing or martial arts, um, you know, and there's a list of things, but like, all these practical components that can be utilized in everyday life, in the workplace, in the family, uh, you know, a family place, whatever. Family, family, family place, sure. the home. Home, sure. <laughs> but, you know, things like discipline, uh, things like consistency, uh, you know, these are all uh, characteristics, you know, of a strong, uh, I don't know, a very, a very productive life to say yeah. the least. So it's not just the things that I learned through music um, or practicing music or boxing or practicing boxing can be used outside of those rings yeah. um, or those realms. And so I am better for it all the way around. You know, I Rakim, so, oh, I'm probably dating myself, but Rakim came up in the you know, late 80s and in the, in the, in the 90s, um, one of the pioneers, really dope MC out of New York. But uh, he had this song called Paid in Full. And it was cool, it was catchy. But I didn't necessarily understand what it meant until I started later doing it myself. And all the writing, you know, because people think, oh, yeah, the money's going to come in. That's going to come in. Fame's going to come in. But with the writing itself and the going through and experiencing and doing shows and maybe not having your best show, and right. maybe, you right. know, maybe having your, you know, um, the ups and downs of it. Uh, it's beneficial just to to me yeah. you know to me as a person um, no matter what aspect of life I'm in um, so what's that uh, for those of us who aren't so educated on, on the hip-hop scene what uh, what's kind of the basic pretense of that song paid in full <laughs> so you know it's about uh, going through the process and doing what he loves and right. having that music help him right. to be a better him right like all that writing you know sure. like I said the writing helps me to better communicate. Right, right, right. And through communication helps me get connected with people who also right. can communicate well. Um, so it's just about using those tools or those components that you get from right. this craft that you love um, <laughs> and how you can apply them just in the everyday life. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of moving back, it's, it's not like we're sitting here talking about anything brand new. Nothing brand you know, new. You know, like you said, well, 80s, early 90s, or yeah. whatever, you know, so that was his packaging. Mm -hmm. Right, we're taking that and, and going back to that and following his process and, and how much, especially how much it it mirrors yours. Sure. Right? You know how much yours is, is kind of following a lot of these same things, right? And seeing, you know, like like we talked about, you're not alone. You mm -hmm. know, and, and that's 
that's his packaging. This is our yeah. packaging. You know what I mean? It's not a new idea. It's not a novel idea, but it is significant. Yeah. You know, it's it's not unique. It's it's very universal. But everybody has a very unique way to, yes. to look at it, and explore it, and understand it. You know, yeah, and I think these are. I would like to think that these are the conversations that help people realize, like, we're not just talking about ourselves. I'm not right. just talking about myself, but, right. you know, these are opportunities for everybody to kind of hop in the pool and, right. and, and uh, redefine your own purpose. Sure. Because um, it does. It works for all people. And right. I think that's why, uh, like, I started music late. Right. Late in life. Because right. I, I didn't think it was for everybody. I, I was never in school. I never played an instrument. Yeah. No band, no chorus, anything like that. Um, I just appreciated music for what it was. Um, but once I started to understand, if you put the work in, you know, you always talk about those 10,000 hours. Right. If yeah. you put the work in, man, there's nothing that you can't do. Right. There's nothing you can't do. Right. And I think that's, I don't know, that's one of the most beautiful things about life. Right. Honestly. Absolutely, man. It's, um, so, you know, looking at, at how, you, you know, you talked about how you take your writing and your exploration of hip hop and, and, and the artistry behind it and stuff like that and you you take those concepts that you learn there and you find other other points self reflection yeah yeah sure, yeah yeah absolutely sure. man and you look at that and I, I mean I do the same thing with, with training with martial arts mm -hmm. you know what I mean the way I, what I learned here and my, my patience my consistency shedding the ego mm -hmm. um, being willing to fail being vulnerable all of these things and they, and it applies to how you build relationships with your friends your family your loved ones you sure. know what I mean uh, how you connect to new people, how you build relationships with businesses, how like how you do everything, right? And I Every think single thing. everybody has something like that in their life. Mm -hmm. um, uh, You're saying that core, the purpose that they can plug into, right? That self-generating, right. yeah, yeah, something that too. they, you know, instead of just, well, why does my life, you know, why is life hard right now? Why right. does this relationship suck? Right. Well, there's somewhere else we can pour our heart into something that, some creative outlet that that drives us and fuels us, right? And we can mm -hmm. take metaphors from that and expand them to other places in life you know and that's all it's about because like like rakim he was trying to get up out of the streets you sure. know what i mean sure. he said music allowed him to do that right um for me i think initially yeah, i was trying to give myself um you know a goal or a vision right you know right. i was i was right. all over the place i was sure. very much living for the moment so it helped me um find something that allowed me to see a future and yeah that made yeah. me grounded um and and uh, and it was just what i needed at the time or else right. you know who knows where it would have right. ended up yeah um but that yeah. direction it's easy to get lost oh yeah you know? oh yeah i was way lost man for sure i was all the way lost for sure uh -huh. but I, th I think that uh again man it's it's a universal concept mm -hmm. i think it resonates for everybody and i mean even if you know, even if we're at a place where we feel like we have a little bit of direction and stuff right now, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't always last forever. Feeling like you have direction doesn't always last forever, you know, right. but having that that end goal, you know. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I, uh, a few years ago, something that kind of popped into my mind one day is like, all you need is a picture and the pieces, and you'll figure out how to put it together as you go, mm -hmm. right? And you build a puzzle, you just look at the box, like eventually, all these pieces right here, eventually that's what it's gonna be. Right. So once you find your purpose, and once you understand what that picture is, mm -hmm. then you then as these pieces come to you, you, you touched on something earlier. I can't remember exactly how you said it, um, but basically that you don't always understand right away what something means or what something is or how it's going to factor in at the end. Right. You find this piece and you're like, all right, 
I don't know what this is going to be, but I know that I'm going to need it later, you know? Um, and just being able to make sense of every single thing that life throws you is part of that, part of that process, part of, sure. of building and, and attaining that purpose, yep. you know? Yeah, you know, certainly even just appreciating, you know, all the things that life might throw at you. Yes. Uh, maybe it's not anything you could use right now. Maybe the connection is not anything you could use in general, but appreciating, you know, what it is and why it right. came, you know, being, to you now. Being you grateful. Know? Being grateful. Yeah. And then you would be surprised how many of those things come back around. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and not, I don't know, you know, I'm not trying to get too mystic, you know, mystic sure, with sure. it. But uh, just from my experience, <laughs> you know, um, those karmic type, you know, conversations or experiences sure. uh, exist. Sure. Heavy. Absolutely, heavy. man. And um, I think a lot of it, you know, is not expecting anything out of it. Right. Just accepting. Accepting. You yep. know, you go in, you have no expectations. You don't know how it's going to manifest or, you know, not expecting it to come back around. You don't do something because you're like, all right, this is going to pay off long term. You, right. you do it because it's, it's what you feel compelled to do. It's what you feel moved to do. It's what you feel is right to do. Um, or it's the way that you are grateful and express your gratitude for a situation, you know, yeah. making the best of the moment. Um, and then later on, when it comes back, you're like, oh, shit, man, that's pretty that's pretty cool that it worked out that way. Yeah. You know, and then you're and then you're grateful again. Yeah. You know, just double dipping in that gratitude bowl. Sure. You know? No, you can never go wrong being grateful, I think. Absolutely. Even even obstacles, you know, grateful yeah. for obstacles because they allow you to uh, adapt. Right. They have to adapt right. to that change. Right. And uh, and you're always better for it. And yeah. but you know, then again that's just the perspective. Right. You know, it's perspective. Um, and right. and uh, you know, things slight things like that can help carry you over you know, some of the harder times. Oh man, big time. Perspective is everything. Big time, it's absolutely. Everything. And uh, so, you know, again, tying into the process, if you don't have obstacles, if it's easy the whole way, you're not on the right path. Right, right. You know, if, if it's easy the whole way, if you don't fail, if you don't falter, if you don't run into obstacles, if you don't have to readjust, it, you're in the wrong spot, yeah. you know? Um, so there's going to be painstaking there's going to be labor there's going to be work mm -hmm. you know and just being able to be grateful for that and understand that it's a necessity yeah. you know it's big definitely for sure how do we do uh, yeah we have some people watching yeah cool appreciate everybody turning in man Absolutely. we just you know we chatted about this a couple times uh prior to but really it was just about turning the phone on and and, and going with it going for it yeah so yeah, appreciate you guys, you guys jumping in, uh, checking it out for you know for however long you did. Um, yeah, and if uh, if you if you liked it, tune back in next week. Um, I think this is gonna be something uh, we would both love to try to do for sure. Uh, at least a few more times. Um, you know, for us, it's always awesome just getting the chat and just turning on the camera and letting you guys see kind of what uh, conversation between Rick and Quince looked like. You know. Yeah. On a, semi-weekly basis you know yeah so. almost from the start i remember just years ago uh, i think you came to a show at maggie's and next thing i knew it was like me you print your brother upstairs yeah. on the round table yeah. just taught you know everyone yeah. else we left everybody else downstairs um or up on the third floor and we were yeah. talking for hour two hours yeah. something like just that sitting at a booth man just chopping it up yep. i love it i love it <laughs> that's i mean yeah like, i think that's one of the first times we all kind of got you know really to know each other on the same page you know? yep Yep. So um, it's always it's always a good time, man. Always uh, always enlightening. 
For sure. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, man. I appreciate you, brother. So, absolutely appreciate you too, bro. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, again, Rick Huntsman here, day one. Quince, out chasing lions, hold on up, stay. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Peace.